All right, all right, hey, hey. all right. What's up, America? And welcome to a uh, very, it feels weird, special edition. But tomorrow, Ooh. tomorrow is the one-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Of uh, the, in air quotes, insurrection on Capitol Hill. Um, and I'm sure that tomorrow Joe Biden is going to talk about the most egregious lies that could possibly come out of anyone's mouth. That's assuming that he doesn't go off script like Ron Burgundy. Um, And so I'm sure Friday's episode, we're going to have a lot of things to talk about in that regard. Um, But today, since it's not January 6th today, today we're going to talk about just the insanity of our world um right now there's a lot of crazy things going on i mean they're just just a, just a few just a, just a couple only only a small amount but you know crazy nonetheless and um we just need to talk about it and and there's really no other way than to just you know just 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 put it out there <laughs> i mean that's pretty much all that you can do at this point um first of all uh, I have a very, very breaking news story that you're not going to see this on Fox News, but it is absolutely mesmerizing. But before I can tell you about it, we got to get into a sponsor. All right, guys, good ranchers, good ranchers, good ranchers. I cannot say enough about these people. These guys saved the Dear America podcast from drowning when Facebook cut us off. And now I need every single one of you to go and support them because now they're under attack for supporting conservative voices. But I told them, I'm like, guys, you got to give my people something special. You got to give them something good here. So they responded with, Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham, offer code Graham, and you will get 40 free chicken breast Ooh, with your order. Know what That's I'm a doing. $150 value for free. That's it. They're 100% American, 110% delicious chicken, beef, and seafood. This is pasteurized, raised, antibiotic-free, better than organic chicken. But they also have my personal favorite, steak. Uh, And it is 100% American meat. Most of you don't realize that you're eating China meat or Australian meat from the grocery store. So stop doing it. Take advantage of this offer today by using the code Graham at checkout when you visit GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. And you'll get 40 free chicken breasts. That's $150 value with this deal. So... Don't waste any more time. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham to start off 2022 on the best note possible. That is GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham now. All right. So let's get into the real breaking story issues of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a joke. This is real life. So... I talked about this not on the show, but I talked about it in private. That I found out that there was this. You, you ever seen that show, Ninety Day Fiance? You ever seen that? Yeah. It, yeah. So have I. I've watched it. I'm married. I watch these things, right? Like uh, uh, Married at First Sight. Yep. Ninety Day Fiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, apparently there was this star. Her name was uh, Stephanie Matto. 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 
And she was making 50 grand a week selling a certain thing. Now, I know a lot of you are thinking right off the bat, OnlyFans. No, no, no. She was selling an actual palpable product. What was it? What was the product, you may ask? She was selling her farts in a jar. No, God, please, no. I know. No. I know. The, the the silence there that you're probably sitting in your car. No, it's not a joke. Uh, and that is not actually what this article is about. This article is talking about her retirement from the fart selling industry uh, after she had a heart attack scare. Apparently, this chick had a heart attack at 31. I don't know if it was because she was trying to push out too many farts per day. I mean, here's my thing. Can't you just uh, put a fake smell in a jar and sell that? Well, you know, you've got, what's her name? Gwyneth Paltrow selling vagina candles. Yeah, I do remember that. Please cover your children's ears (laughs) if they're listening to this part. But it's true. That chick's selling vagina candles. Like, it says this candle... Smells like, that's what it says. I mean, that's what I want my room to smell like, apparently. Millions of millions of dollars sold of this candle. Well, this chick's making 50 grand a week, $2.4 million a year, selling farts in a jar. How do you even know if the fart is even really in there? It's probably just air. It's It's probably a scam. It's a scam is what it is. It's a scam. Uh, She's probably just selling empty jars. That's what's my first thought. But now she apparently had a heart attack. And I don't know uh, if it's because... uh, Excessive farting? It it even says here, the influencer has announced her retirement when she passed one too many farts and got the wind knocked out of her. That's what it says. This is the New York Post. Okay, I'm not making this up. This is real life. I would have loved to have written that article. I, you know that person I had a lot of fun. Uh, Meadow was told that her pain was the result of her steady diet of gas-inducing beans and eggs. So this chick was doing nothing but eating beans and eggs. So she would fart all the time into these into these jars, and it caused her to have a heart attack at 31. Man, oh man, oh man. This w- is serious. <laughs> this is uh, this is the world that we're trying to save at this point. You know what? What else? Can, what else can you say? Uh, there was also this viral video. Uh, I did a TikTok on it, um, and there was this guy in Germany that basically put all this feeder for goats in the shape of a syringe, and he had like seven hundred she- not goats sheep. 700 sheep go, and then they took a drone aerial shot of the sheep in a formation of a syringe to promote vaccination. How lovely. For those of you who haven't seen that video or that photo, you can go to my page or you can just look it up. And to me, the irony of a bunch of sheep in the shape of a vaccine to promote people to get the vaccine, I feel like he didn't think it through. It's like those signs back in the day before they changed it where it was the Jesus sign and the website was isenu.com. And, <laughs> and that, I heard that it's real. It is real. Well, not now. Like they fixed it now. But back in the day, if you were to, 
you know, you, you, you drive down the road and it's Jesus holding his hands out on the billboard and it's just izzynu.com and you're just like, oh, come on, man. How many meetings did that get through? Before? You, you get and not one person went, um, uh, maybe that's not the best well, of ideas. I guess they didn't have dirty minds. I guess not because they were Christians. Either way, the point is, back to the sheep, the irony of the messaging subliminal and real of nothing but a bunch of sheep forming a syringe to convince people to get the vaccine. And the only people that that's going to work on is sheep. That's it. The irony is just staggering. <laughs> like it is, you can't make it up. Like if I were to make that up, people would be like, well, that never really happened. It's 2022. So no, no, it really happened. Anything can happen. I, you know what? I'm glad that you said that. Um, I really am, because that brings me to my next thing. You just said what? Anything can happen. It's 2022. There you go. You said it's 2022. So just yesterday, uh, Joe Biden had uh, this to say. My long friend, time friend, and she's a friend. She's been my friend. <laughs> No, not no, that. I, I just, that. No, that's a, that, that's no, sound no. Okay, all right. No, it's this. Is the Bluetooth up? Bluetooth is up. Okay, this is from his uh, fake White House. Here we go. There's a lot of reason to be hopeful in 2020. But for God's sake, please take advantage of what's available. There's This man don't know what year it is. He's not off a year. Like, okay, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Graham, it was just the new year. People do that all the time. No, he didn't say 2021. He said 2020. That was two years ago. I, I would have cut him some slack on 2021. I would, I would have, too. I remember being back in school. In the first week back in school, you're used to writing, you know, 97, but now it's 98 or it's yeah. 2000. Now it's 2001. I get that. No, this mofo is off by two years. See, I was shocked when I said 2022 afterwards. I was like, I got it right. Yes. But, but uh, 2020. Mm. But th th this man doesn't even know what year he's in. Where are the fact checkers? <laughs> Where are the fact checkers oh, on Donald this? Donald Trump would have been fact checked for it sure. It is, in fact, not 20. 20. And before we get into other crazy things, uh, we got to get into Birch Gold here in a minute. Um, when are we going to stop pretending that Biden being in the fake White House set is normal? When are we going to stop? When are we just going to It's the new normal. Stop Graham. acting like that's normal. Why is that? Why is Biden in a fake White House set, like studio set? Why? Like, why is no one asking that question? Why is nobody in the news going, what in the world is going on? And, and apparently, from all the reports I see, it's across the street from the actual White House. And so my question is, who's in the real White House? When does Joe Biden actually go to the White House to go for work? Why did they build a fake studio in the first place to resemble it's got a digital screen on the back so they can change what it looks like behind him the other day he was sitting there in the fake thing and there's a window and there's shipping containers behind them like he's in front of the sea <laughs> all of a sudden and then just yesterday it's it, it's it's an image of the actual outside because it was snowing in dc so instead of just doing it from the actual White House and the real window has the snow behind them, they just took a photo 
and put it on the, the green screen in the back of the window. When are we going to stop acting like this is normal? What, this is not normal. Why, why do we have a fake White House set? Am I crazy? <laughs> Am I taking crazy pills? Am I the only one that thinks that this isn't normal? You could make the argument it's in case like somebody wants to blow up the White House, I guess. But they show the news people from the angle that it's obviously a set. And they have given the information on where the fake set is. This is not normal. <laughs> like, why? Why is he doing well, this? They're getting creative with the green screen so that they can. Uh, I've got nothing. Show actually. happy people. I, I, I mean, is this going to be like the View now? Like, there or, or or Good Morning America? They're going to have like people outside waving with signs like they used to. We see a lot of times when you have like brand new videographers, they go green screen crazy. That could be a he could, he could have hired a newbie. I just I just want to know who decided to build the fake White House set. That's all I want to know. Just who said, you know what I think we need? The president needs to be in a fake White House. That's what I think we need. Like, is it a lighting issue? Are they having problems getting the lighting right in the White House? It's never been a problem before. But yeah, It's never been a problem. And that's why you buy lights so you can fix the lighting issues. Again, I'm just asking a question. When are we going to start stop acting like that's normal. Like, oh, the president's in the fake White House again today. We could build a set right here, right now that makes it look like I'm in the White House. Yeah. We could go in front of that green screen right there, and I could be in the Oval Office right here doing this show. Oh, we should do that. We should. And we should. We should do shipping containers. That's next. it. That's what we're going to do. We're going to, yes. Every <laughs> time, we're going to, yes. We're going to set it up to where every time they change the background of that window, that's going to be the background of me from yes. now on in this show. All right. Anyway, I'm just, at, again, I'm just asking a question. If you know the answer to this, please, Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com, write me. Let me know. Uh, because I would love to know why we're all acting like it's normal that the president spends the majority of his time in not the White House, but the fake White House that has been built um, across the board. But we got to get into a sponsor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, right now, inflation is at 40-year highs, and it's here to stay because here's the government's dirty little secret. They want it. Think about this. Right now, inflation rates are higher than the interest on treasury bonds. So with every day that passes, the government owes less on its mountain of debt. Imagine if your mortgage had a negative interest rate. Would you be in a hurry to pay it off? No, you wouldn't. Exactly. So your pain is their gain. What you need to do is you need to protect your savings now. Hedge against inflation with gold from Birch Gold because the government is sabotaging the value of the U.S. dollar. Birch Gold is the only company that I trust and recommend for precious metals. This is not a money-making scheme. This is about protecting what you have worked so hard to save. 
with thousands of satisfied customers with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. You can trust Birch Gold to help you protect your savings. Text the word Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898 now to get a no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This comprehensive 20-page guide reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. So... What are you waiting for? Protect yours right now. Protect what is yours right now. I know you got your phone in your hand, so text the word Graham to 989898. That's Graham to 989898 now. I always forget that last 98. 9898, and then I pause in 98. It's a dramatic pause. You don't have to tell them that. It, 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 well, you know, we're real here. I like, you, true, I like yeah. you to know what, what's really going on. Okay, other... Other random little thing that I saw pop up uh, that I wanted to talk about really quick. Uh, Carrie Lake is running for governor in Arizona. Uh, she's the clear front runner. I think she's going to win this thing. Um, she just tweeted something that I have believed for a long time. She says uh, in the tweet, we send boys off to war and they can't come back to America and have a beer. Should we lower the drinking age to 18? Now, I'm curious your thoughts on this. So please email me, graham at dearamericamedia.com. People going off to war. A lot of people don't realize this, that the majority of people fighting wars are between the ages of 18 to 24. That's the majority of people. Um, Should they be allowed to drink? If you go to war, should you be allowed to come back to this country and drink a beer? Any thoughts? I mean, for me personally, um, I mean, I never thought about it. I mean, if you can go fight off in a war, then why can't you drink? That would be, that would be you know, Mississippi tried to do this a long time ago, my home state. Uh, they tried to do this a long time ago, where if you were a combat veteran, like you know, you had gone to war, you got a special stamp on your driver's license that would allow you to buy beer in a restaurant. Couldn't buy liquor, yeah, but you could buy a beer. Um, speaking from a truly very biased opinion, because this happened to me, uh, I was in Iraq for 18 straight months and came back home and could not have a beer for three months when I got back. So I left when I was 19, I got back three months before my 21st birthday. All right. So just think about that for five seconds. And I don't think I've ever been more infuriated in my life. During that time frame, because, you know, it's a very valid point. We trust these people to go out and fight these wars for us. Guns, shoot people, explosions. People see people die. Uh, horrible things. But they can't have a beer when they get home. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I agree completely. I think that if you're if you uh, elect to join the military I think as dumb as it may sound to some of you people, maybe you're not a beer drinker or maybe you don't drink at all, or maybe you've never served or whatever. It is a real thing. Like it really is bothersome as, as a, as a man or woman yeah. uh, in the military that you go out and you can go die, but you can't have a beer. It, I, I I like the idea. I, I think I think that she should do what Mississippi wasn't able to pull off. I think they should do it in Arizona. I think it should be state or countrywide. I think if you are a combat veteran, 
I think that uh, you should be able to have a stamp on your license that allows you to buy beer. If you're a combat veteran, you're probably a little bit more mature than the average, you know, 19 and 20 year old. Yeah. Everything you've been through. Yeah. Well, well, but, but, but here's the thing. So a lot of people don't know. I mean, this may be different now. I have been out for six years now, yeah. but back in my day, you, if, if you lived on base, you could buy beer from the PX on base. If you were in the, if you were active duty. Like you couldn't leave the base or anything like that, but you could buy it from the the, the PX or whatnot. You could take it back to your. Uh, but as soon as you get back to the states, no, 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 no. Even in the ahead. states, no. But but like as soon as like if you went back home, oh and you're yeah, off yeah, base, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're at Logan's Roadhouse, no, can't do it. But on the base, they would let you get beer. Um. So the so I don't know if they still do that. Like I said, I've been out for six years now. I wouldn't doubt it if they've gotten rid of it these days. But that used to be like. Like, I mean, that was a big deal, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I hate to say it from a recruiting standpoint, you can get people to sign up. Be like, you can drink beer <laughs> <laughs> if you sign up. And uh, anyway, all right, back to the final point before we move on to actual, like, really relevant things. Uh, I agree. Uh, let me know what you think. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. If you're a combat veteran, I think you should be allowed to buy a beer at a restaurant if you're not yet 21. Uh, okay. Uh, the other day, uh, just yesterday, Joe Biden continues to push this narrative in his fake White House that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Listen here. Continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So we got to make more progress. And for patients who still haven't gotten your kids vaccinated, please get them vaccinated. Look out for their interest here. It's the best way to protect them. And for parents with kids <clears throat> too young to be vaccinated, surround your kids. Continues to be a big cuts off there, but he says surround your kids with other kids that have been vaccinated. So Joe Biden is now promoting segregation of our children. Keep the unvaccinated, dirty kids away from the vaccinated, clean kids. Don't let them anywhere around, which if you remember from Monday's episode, uh, we had... We had um, Fauci talking about the numbers for children in hospitals were actually inflated and not real. Um, and we'll get into that here in a minute. So we have a president of the United States is actively promoting um, segregation within our society and among our children. Uh, I saw a video, I, I want to say, I don't know what country it was in, but it was an American who was in another country and he was at a McDonald's. And he's at the kiosk and the kiosk is in another language and he selected English, changes to English, and uh, it says, uh, do you have your vaccination green card? And it goes yes or no. And if you hit no, it it turns it off and goes back to the home screen. It won't let you even order food at McDonald's in other countries if you don't have your vaccination card. That's coming, people. It's coming to America. Mm -hmm. A lot of you think, oh, Graham. Isn't it already blah, starting blah, blah, out blah. in L.A.? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. They are going to create a subhuman uh, group that they're going to put the unclean in as they're going to call it the unvaccinated and it's all over uh omicron which is weaker right which is weaker okay so check this out so so what are real numbers here let me see i've got it here right there okay so this is the difference this is the wall street journal 
Okay, President Biden stepped up his vaccination push as cases reported in the U.S. rose to new records, saying unvaccinated people would suffer the worst of the Omicron-driven surge in infections. What are the real numbers, you might ask? Well, don't worry, I got them. All right, this last week, 1% of Americans, that's a lot, 1% of the entire country, tested positive and that doesn't include unreported home tests and asymptomatic people who were never tested yet hospitalization that's the highest it's ever been okay okay but yet hospitalizations are 30 percent less than last january's peak when they had far fewer cases and deaths are not spiking either no they're like not deaths are pre- even though we're spiking with cases deaths are pretty much still staying pretty low dude I- i'm telling you i'm telling everybody right now this is going on podcast so they can't fact check me i'm telling everybody right now the reason why everyone you know is kind of sick i have a lot of people that have covid right now but they're all people who didn't get covid the first time yeah i have not met yet a person now i know they're out there but everybody that I have seen reports of, 99% of them have been less severe illness if they get reinfected again. Every person I know that's getting COVID now didn't get it for the past two years. Okay. And again, they say that it may turn out to be that the people who got the first strain are the lucky ones because they got the worst of it and the body legitimately had to like, adapt to the original strain of all this kind of stuff, right? Either way, this crap is never going to end, ever, 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 ever. Check this out. This is real, too. This is New York Post. Israel, the highest vaccinated country in the world, okay, which they did a report, and only 1% of all hospitalizations were reinfections. Either way. Israel reports, check this out, the first case of rare double infection of COVID and the flu. You know what they're calling it? What? The flu-rona. That's real. That is not fake. I know some of you are thinking, come on, Graham. No, this is New York Post. This is real stuff. Now people are getting COVID and the flu at the same time. Uh, However, in this article... You know, this is a fear article, right? Which I don't believe this for one second. I believe she's either got COVID or the flu. But, you know, the PCR test has been proven that it can't differentiate between the two. But either way, uh, let's see. She was diagnosed. Check this out. Hold on. This is the big thing. So that's a fear post. It said, despite the word, but if you scroll down in the article, it says, despite the worrisome diagnosis, the Israeli mother reportedly experienced only mild symptoms of each. But now they want you to be afl- afraid of the flu-rona. And they know no one's going to read all the way down there. But it doesn't end there. Now they have detected a new variant of COVID-19. The variant has been named IHU. Health officials found that IHU had 46 mutations. That is even more mutations than were found in Omicron. This is never going to end. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying it right now. You need to go get sick. 
You do. You need. I'm not saying to like actively have people like sneeze in your mouth or anything like that. But what I'm saying is you need to go live your freaking lives. Because what is happening is everyone's immune systems are down. Everyone's immune systems are weaker. Everybody's immune system. CNN actually finally came out and said, and I'm just going to say it bluntly, fat people are more likely to die from COVID. Yeah. The end. They said, you know, overweight individual. No, fat people. Sorry. You know it. Okay. I Look, I have never catered to people that are obese. If it's not a medical issue, I don't cater to that kind of thing. All right. I mean, if you know you got a problem, stop. Do yeah. something to make yourself better. Larry, the cable guy, has just come out and, you know, he's talked about the fact he's lost 30 pounds already because he knows he was fat. And he said, look, man, you know, it, like the, 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 the science doesn't lie. Obese people are not handling COVID very well. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you know that, just say it. Um, who's the guy? Oh, God. Who's the comedian? He goes, hot pocket. Who's that guy? Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan's got a new special. And he said, you know, that they were watching the news and they were talking about, oh, people with comorbidities are at higher rate of death. And he said that was just a fancy way of saying all the fatties are going to (laughs) die. You know, and even like 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 and I'm not making fun of fat. I'm not. I'm just saying, call it what it is. You're overweight. Lose some freaking weight. Get on a treadmill. Eat better. Do better. If that's what's actually killing people with COVID, freaking do something about it. And even Jim Gaffigan made a made a joke. He was like, uh, he said, you know, you always wondered if a life or death situation would be enough to nudge you in there to get to the gym. And he said, I'm here to tell you the answer is no. No, it's not. <laughs> because he has done nothing to lose any weight of any kind. And I, I just... I don't understand people, but this is what I do know. This is never going to stop. There's going to be a new variant every couple months because here's the other thing. There was always new variants every year, every couple of months. There was some new kind of sickness that was going around all the time. Some different version of a SARS variant, respiratory how many, disease. How many flu variants are there? Exactly. That's what I'm trying to freaking say. People get the flu when it's not flu season. <laughs> you know, and it has always been this way. The sec- You are never not surrounded by millions upon millions of germs. Every single second of the day all day long every day i'm breathing in germs and dust particles and disease droplets as we speak it's always been that way mm-hmm. people are acting like 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 we just figured out that there's germs well maybe for some people they did I do. why do you think that people that are um hypochondriac maybe so hypochondriac a person who is abnormally anxious about their health Okay, so so that's got to be so. What's a germopho- germophobic? Is that like a that's got to be a symptom of hypochondria, right? Germophobe, a person with an extreme fear of germs and an obsession with cleanliness. Maybe they are two separate things, but you would assume that germophobe would be like a a, a rational parallel between a hypochondriac, right? Like if you're worried about getting sick all the time, wouldn't you worry about germs? Yeah, I, mean, I would imagine if you're a hypochondriac and you're constantly worried about your health then you're probably also germaphobe because you don't want to get sick. Anyway, back to the point. 
those people were normally the sickliest people ever because they're Lysol and everything and all this stuff. And they're not like actually letting their bodies fight germs like it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And it actually makes them the sickliest people in the world. We only get stronger if there's some adversity. I, I, I've said it a million times. I'll continue to say it. If you got two fighters, one's been training his whole life to be a fighter, ain't never fought a fight. But then you got this other dude that looks like just pounded hamburger meat, but he ain't never lost a fight. I'm gonna go pounded hamburger. I'm meat. going. I'm going. I'm going. Kevin, ground Chuck Stevens every day. So check this out. So everybody knows about the new uh, pill, Molnupiravir. Molnupiravir. It's the freaking pill that's supposed to you know now we have therapeutics now for covid new york post again new york city will consider race when distributing life-saving covid treatments so now we've become so racist by trying not to be racist that we will consider the race of someone on whether or not they get the medicine i just don't get how people can't see that that's racist or not um This goes right along with this video here of punishing people that are unvaccinated. Listen to what this person has to say. Yeah, again, I I get the idea of creating a moral standard here and really judging, being willing to judge and say things out loud. The question is, and I also get protecting the vulnerable. Kids under five can't get vaccinated. People who are older and maybe have medical conditions, even if they are vaccinated, are vulnerable. And I get acting in ways that make their lives safer. Ah, skip this to, to the douche. Treat us as equals. There we go. We can penalize them more. We can say, we got to pay more on your hospital bill if you weren't vaccinated. You can't get life insurance or disability insurance at affordable rates if you aren't vaccinated. Those companies should not treat us as equals in terms of what the financial burdens are that that disease imposes. So I can think of a number of ways in which we should say, Mm-hmm. Here's the stick. Get on board. At the same time, we do need everyone. It's a war. You got to have uh, all your troops. Now do fat people. Sorry, not trying to hate on fat people right now, but now do fat people. Do people that are obese. Don't they also put a strain on the medical health care system and insurance and all this stuff with all the, 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 the ailments and illnesses that they have to deal with throughout their lives? Why don't we, if we're imposing things, why don't we make it to where no one is allowed to get above a small combo at McDonald's and you're only allowed to buy one combo? Let's just ration food at the drive-thru at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you see the dangerous roads that we're going down here? Well, if, if we do something like this, then there's no stopping them from doing anything. No, none. And the fact that they're even having the conversation should terrify you. But they are. But they are. Let's talk about um, this. Now, the, the child COVID insanity is going on. So listen to this. So now we reported the other day that they have finally come out to say that cloth masks don't work. Right? So this is a um, the Today Show or whatever. And there's this chick talking about masks. And then listen to what she says about children. These poor, poor children. Listen to this. They go all the way over your head. Not the most comfortable, but very, very snug. Not mm-hmm. a lot of air is getting in between the sides of my cheeks mm-hmm. or the tops of my cheeks. Okay, before we breathe? go on, 
That's her talking about an N95 or a KN95 mask. She literally says the words, not a lot of air is getting in here. <laughs> what about people who just like, okay, moving on. But now she talks, now she talks about kids. Listen to this. Hey, Vic, the kids are back in the classroom, at least the overwhelming majority of them. Um, what's, what's the re recommendation for our youngest learners? Okay, so we talked to Dr. John Torres about this because I actually just sent my kids out the door this morning, minutes ago, with two masks. Psycho. He says, obviously, the KN95 and 95 are the most effective, but it can be really hard to find them in mm -hmm. small kid sizes. And also, to keep them on your kids all day, they're not the most comfortable. So the second best option is to make sure you have a kid-size surgical mm -hmm. mask. And by the way, look at what a difference the kid-size mask is from the adult size. Mm -hmm. So you really want to make sure you have one that fits your child's face and you wanna layer the cloth mask over that mask. So mm. the surgical mask goes on first, oh. and then the cloth mask. If you can't do that, surgical mask alone, Dr. Torres says, least best, but better than nothing, the two-layer cotton mask that fits your child. The best mask certainly is the one that your child will wear and keep on the yeah. whole day when they're in the classroom. All right. So they want triple layer for your kids now. They want them to have a surgical mask on, and then they want a two-layered cloth mask to go on top of it. That's not going to have any repercussions of any kind. Surely. Dude, masks are so nasty and unclean. Like, I don't understand how anyone doesn't see the issues with all this stuff. I don't see how anyone doesn't see what a detriment this is to your children. I don't see how anyone doesn't see the massive insanity. There were pictures of New York City the other day where kids were sitting outside in 32-degree weather eating because of COVID protocols where everybody's got to be so far apart from each other. I mean, <clears throat> so they got these kids sitting out in 30-something-degree weather eating because that's surely not going to make them sick. But, but they're not. They're not going to catch COVID. They might get, you know, they might, you know, get hypothermia or something. I hope that we are able to pull out of this. I really do. I'm not sure that we are. I'm not sure that we have not entered into la la land crazy that we're never going to be able to dig ourselves out of. But I hope that one day our children or our grandchildren will read history books and they'll look back at us the way we look at freaking, I don't know. Uh, people who used to believe that blood bloodletting used to work and putting, you know, like, oh, you know, I, I'm sick, bleed it out of me. You know, like, you know, yeah. same way we look at those people and go, uh. Maybe <laughs> not the smartest Yeah, thing like, who thought that would work? One day they're going to look back at us and go, whoa, 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 whoa. You mean to tell me that these idiots thought that wearing a mask to the restaurant table and then taking it off protected them from germs oh i had a friend one time we literally we went to the dining place he forgot his mask he's like can i just put my shirt up over my nose nope he had to go back to his car grab his mask and then they let, it go, let him go sit down just so i take it back off at the height of it and i know i've told this story a couple times but i gotta tell it one more time at the height of the just paranoia i was going to cvs to pick up a prescription for my kid get there don't have a mask I'm like, hey, I'm going to come in here. They're like, no, you can't come in. You got to have a mask. I was like, well, I don't have a mask. I was like, do you have a mask? You're going to supply me with a mask to wear? They go, no. They go, but we, you can buy a mask. And I was like, okay, well, how do I buy a mask? They literally let me walk through the entire store, go get the mask, go to the checkout place, 
buy it, put it on, and then go to the pharmacy to go get the prescription. That's how stupid people actually are. I watched a dude behind me on a moped, no helmet, listening to like Beats by Dre headphones driving down the street on a moped with a mask on. No helmet driving down the road. He was safe from COVID. But by God, COVID wasn't getting in there. I have seen people, uh, J- Joe Biden. Joe Biden is double vaccinated and double boosted at this point, or triple vaccinated and double boosted, and so is his wife. And they're walking six feet apart on a beach, their dog with mask on. Does the dog have a mask on? I don't know. I didn't oh, pay I that much attention. Uh, I saw people on New Year's night. I saw a dude propose to a chick on the New Year's countdown, and they both had masks on, and no. she said yes, and they smooch each other right there in front of the camera with the mask on. That doesn't work. I don't know what you like. Yeah, never mind. I don't know if we are going to be okay at this point. I really don't. Because guys and ladies, there's just some stupid, stupid people. And to quote Tosh.0, he was talking about the job employment rate was at like 94%. And he said, am I the only one that's shocked and thinks that that's a bit high? (laughs) He goes, he goes, do you really believe that 94% of America deserves to be employed? He's like, let's be honest with ourselves. Some people can't blink and walk at the same time, but you think these people deserve a job. There's some stupid people in the world, man. No one wants to take responsibility. So they're just letting the government do everything for them. Anyway, Welcome to your midweek update. That's all we have for this episode of the Dear America podcast. So stay tuned. Friday, I'm sure, is going to be a very interesting episode because tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of January 6th, and I cannot wait to hear what Lord Biden has to say. Either way, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to go to 912united.com and pick yourself up a patriotic t-shirt. It's how we pay the bills here. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you again next time.